0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast for the Recently Deceased. I'm Date Roberts. I'm doing good. Uh, sorry everyone for the week-long or two-week-long hiatus. Uh, I was sick last week. Um, the The upside is I got to watch about, I don't know, I think I watched 20 movies in the last two weeks, and as the podcast likes to keep up-to-date on everything new and I was sick and had already seen this week's movies, I watched a ton of old stuff. Um so I, uh I caught up on some stuff that's, you know, on everybody's list that I just somehow never never saw. Like, um, Halloween three, Season of the Witch, um, The Collector. No, I had never seen it before, yeah. Um, The Collector, which I thought was very good. Um there's some there's some more on there but that I watched so much and I don't want to bore you with the details. How about you, Rodney? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, inspiration, seen it. Damn it, god damn it. You're muted.
1: <laughs>
0: All Am right. I there now? You are now, but you you want to start over because there. Oh, actually, yeah, start I, over cause you you had no dialogue. You had no dialogue. We'll just we we'll fix it in post. You just got to listen to me talk. You just so just start. No, you did. So just start over with what I said, or start over with what you just said.
1: Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I we had watched. Uh, we had just watched Barbarian. I had seen it for the second time here now, and uh, the yeah. misses didn't get a chance to see it. So as a non-horror person, she was into the way that it kind of blended genres or kept you on your toes not knowing what was happening next, uh, changing movies practically by the after the first act and becoming something else. And just and by the end, the conclusion, how bonkers it gets, she really did appreciate that uh, and had fun, which is a good thing to bring people into the fold. It's like a good – there's definitely some high notes to it that are horror-related, but uh, I think it's welcoming enough to – convince people to get into the genre for real uh we rewatched halloween 3 as well uh i'd seen it before she hadn't that was fun um and then yeah i don't think we uh we put the monsters on for trick-or-treaters in the window on the projector uh and obviously no sound because that ruins the movie so was <laughs> cool visuals yeah <laughs> and i don't know the biggest thing i'd highlight like takeaway for halloween for me uh is that uh the kids that they're so i would say over 50 percent of the kids that came to the door, just stared at me when I opened the door and just looked at me and held out their bag or whatever. And I had to prompt them, uh, what do you say?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Didn't it say trick or treat?
1: No. Over half of them didn't, and you had to to say it. So guess what? I I separated the candy, and I kept the musketeers – and the uh, Midnight uh, Milky Ways in one side, yeah. Snickers and Twix in the other. And I would take the shitty fun size and give them, like, one piece because fuck them. Yeah. Sorry, did, did they I, say I, thank I'm you? I'm not a fan of that.
0: Did they say thank you?
1: Every now and then. Ma- less than 50% probably. Wow. That's
0: crazy. You know, you yeah. can't you can't blame the kids. you got to blame the parents. Their parents probably don't watch horror movies. Um, if they did, their kids would know to say trick or fucking treat, and they would be grateful yeah. for that shit. Um, the, you know, they're probably all these, uh, fake Christian parents.
1: <laughs> who uh, knows what it was? Knows. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, it was disappointing. It was disheartening, yeah. you know, to say the least, because I grew up and I loved it. I always, and every, no one had like a handmade costume. Everyone, for the most part, was like store-bought stuff. Sure. Fucking lame. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine.
0: All right. Well, tonight, um, we're going to start off.
1: Speaking of lame.
0: Speaking of Lame. <laughs> Whoa! VHS ninety nine. Uh, I believe this is the fourth in the franchise. Uh, VHS, VHS two, VHS ninety four, mm-hmm. and now VHS ninety nine. Um, there's
1: also VHS viral. Viral so is that is maybe? That, is, that,
0: is that two, or is or is that oh, another is one? No,
1: the, there's a VHS two.
0: There is a VHS uh, two. Part
1: of our confusion is that we we haven't either of us haven't seen. Any of the VHS sequels, aside from <laughs> yeah, we, uh, <laughs> after the first one, we watched the first one and then we never watched any of the sequels. Oh, so shame on
0: us. Um, there's a there's a lot according to IMDb. <laughs> there's like ten. It, it was, doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whatever. We watched VHS 99, and that's what's important. Um, so yeah. important that I will over uh, pronounce the word important. Uh, okay, so. If you don't watch the show, we like to give you a quick little synopsis, a uh, wrap-up, and a score uh, based on how we feel about the movie. Um, out of ten. No spoilers. We're out of ten. Out of One ten. is
1: awful. Ten is excellent.
0: Yes. Ten is if you don't own it, there's something wrong with you. Um, and afterward, we will get into a longer discussion uh, full of spoilers. So after the um, the short reviews, if you haven't seen the movie... Or if you don't care, uh tune
1: out and uh come back later. As we get into this, I'm getting I've got realized I've gotten lazy. Uh I haven't rated any of the movies that I've seen since I watched Bros on the nineteenth. Like which was shortly after watching ends. So well, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but obviously well, something.
0: We can talk about bros for thirty seconds. That movie was fucking excellent. Um, bros know,
1: was a lot of fun. We don't it was do... a bit over the top uh but yeah. you gotta appreciate it for what it is i mean you know it's it's also troublesome because you know, as much as he's on a soapbox and saying like you know we need more attention Robert like he is a a a white male uh even if he is gay, I think it's still like a privileged position, and so kind of you know that's just a, a Hot take. I'm not offended or anything, but it's I think that that's one of the arguments where it's like, OK, this is great. But, you know, there's other aspects of uh, of the LGBT plus community that would want more representation. This, for the most part, is two white men that are doing their thing, even if they are gay. It's a, a little bit more of a a already represented niche, I suppose. But the film was fantastic. It was a lot of fun, uh, some crazy stuff, uh, but some entertaining stuff. I'm not, I didn't cry but it was cute by the end of it.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a it was a great rom-com and it was it was it had a big ending the way rom-coms do like it
1: it was true to form.
0: If I had a complaint, I would say that the main character um was a little long-winded at times. He he really liked his sure. his monologues or his, you know going off of these little diatribes and and they could have been shorted shortened down into into quicker, maybe punchier jokes. Um. Although I also yeah, he was
1: very intelligent and yeah, I also was communicating his yeah, intelligence.
0: Yeah, I also get as you just said that that is part of that character's character, and they were right. really just driving it home all the time, and and that's and that's fine. Like I said, it, it's it's my one complaint, and it's a little nitpicky. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a compl- to
1: province town which. I which I'd never been to Provincetown except uh, we went on my honeymoon because we were in Cape Cod and so we drove up to Provincetown. So the fact that that was in the movie, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! I know this place. It's a super gay haven, and it's awesome." So that was exciting for me. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but some of the gay sex scenes, I was like, "Is this what gay dudes do? Like this hookups? Like the?" It was like I was like, "Man, it's a. I wish that." I had the persuasion because it looks like it'd be fun and. Oh. <laughs>
0: I, I assume that that is that that some of that is true to form and.
1: Uh, oh, he went and, into a disservice. That's got to be.
0: And it was hilarious, <laughs> like I mean, yeah. obviously he he took it from a comedic angle because of how his character reacts to it, because his character wasn't mm-hmm. into all that stuff. But anyway. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen Bros, Ghostly I don't have Bros, the body for it. If you haven't seen bros, go see bros. Uh that's our that's our hot take before we get into this uh this horror movie.
1: Um uh, do the um do the reading, Michael. Yeah, brother. all right,
0: here we go. Witness
1: from the, from the Book of Paul.
0: VHS ninety nine. Witness a hellish vision of nineteen ninety nine, a social isolation, analog technology, and disturbing home videos fuse into a nightmare of found footage
1: savagery 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 <laughs> hellish a hellish vision so uh yeah i mean it's another vhs everyone um <laughs> it was okay. i was excited because of uh the winters being attached to this after mm. having seen deadstream i was pumped to watch this yeah. for their segment the other and by the end of it to be honest it's the only one that i was really into uh there was parts of Ozzy's um, dungeon that I liked, but as a whole, I didn't care for it. You know.
0: Right. So okay. So let's let's just I'm just gonna give it give do a quick overall, and then we can we can do the. Uh, sure. Do the yeah yeah, yeah. In, in the spoiler part we'll talk about each story. Um. All right. Oh, we're gonna do what we said. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do that. <laughs> VHS ninety nine uh it has its ups and its downs. it has its um moments of uh comedy with its moments of uh of i wouldn't even say um uh, uh horror or jump scares it was it was pretty lackluster on the horror front the some of the practical effects were good um overall uh the stories were bad on average um I did enjoy two of them maybe and kind of a third one. And uh, we'll get more into that later. Uh, Overall, VHS 99, uh, it's a pass, uh, 4 out of 10. Ooh,
1: 4 out of 10. That's harsh. Uh, I was going to land at a 5 with it because I think it's very average. And really, at what it is trying to do, uh, I think it's doing it fine. I just am not interested in a lot of what it's doing. Uh, So I'm going to land at a 5. Uh, but I agree. Everything that you said, it's like, you have to be into it. You have to be like analog. You have to like found footage. You have to like VHS quality visuals. Uh, and you have to like short abbreviated bad storytelling. Uh, it's like little vignettes that look almost like, I, I don't mean to be a dick to the filmmakers cause I know that they work hard to make their films, but it's like, okay, this is like high school college level type work. Uh, the acting, a lot of times, is and the story and the visuals kind of are too, uh, where it's just like, okay, what else is here? There's not a whole lot else out there, so it's to your point, it's a, it's a letdown. So I'm gonna land out of five.
0: All right, so let's go story by story. Um, we'll start with start with the first one. This is fucking terrible. What a horrible way to start your movie. I I. If I wasn't doing oh, this, yeah. if I wasn't doing this for the podcast, I would have turned it off. This is this is a okay.
1: Shredding. I don't,
0: I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know uh, about how um, you know comedians perform live. This is this is what I did um, when I was living in New York City. You start with your B material, you put your C material in the middle, and you end with your A material. So if if you're calling shredder your C material cuz it was definitely the worst of of these uh shorts it should have been in the middle uh, right. so so that was uh, Not the opener. a huge whiff on your on your first video there
1: yeah i mean the story is neat enough um and the practical effects are cool um but yeah there's I think that the the teens are annoying, and yeah, there's not much else. It, it's no, that's it was, the thing about these terrible. stories. They're you can, you can describe them in like you know, 10 seconds. Yeah, uh, uh kids go to uh, a warehouse where a show was performed, and the band died uh, in the fire, and everyone trampling, trying to get out. Uh, and then they go back to do a show, and they try to scare a kid. And oh, guess what? They're real, and they seek revenge on the people that are coming to disturb them so it's like okay it's very thin and uh because it's like that's that's the thing i don't understand or that's frustrates me about all of these stories in general it's such a basic premise they don't get into anything really it's like what's the purpose of doing these things it's just to showcase some talent with practical and maybe visuals and uh this one yeah. was a miss, i i think for sure yeah
0: i would say that the first story definitely was to showcase the practical effects and nothing else. Like they're like, weird, yeah. you know, wh- whoever, whoever was behind that story was more into that portion of the film or the, the short film. And they were like, we really want to just show this off. And this is the story we wrote to do that.
1: Yeah. But so that's the thing, like uh, this, that's the same thing that is going on in terrifier and terrifier too. Like it's just a practical <laughs> effects showcase. And so it's, there's definitely a a uh, an upside or a somewhere to go by just doing that. Like you know, this can turn into something more. Um, it's a weird thing. I mean, let's go. On, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, right, I don't right. remember what was the next one. It's the one oh, it's, the suicide it's, bed, it's right? On, it's on.
0: Yeah, it's on right behind you. Um, and this was the one I. I, <laughs> I this is the one I half liked. Um, so uh, this one was fun. Um, I liked, yes. for the most part, the story, the acting. Like, this main girl who's stuck in the coffin right now, she's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I li- I liked the, the reveal at the end. The climax was good. Um, how they all got locked in the. It was just own,
1: too uh, over the top, you know? Yeah, it was just like, they didn't react very well. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, you, you woke up in a coffin and you're kind of like, chill about it. And then a monster appears and then you freak out. Yeah. So it's like kind of like, all right... you know what's going to happen and you just have to wait for it to get there yeah yeah. right
0: yeah you're like oh i i knew this was going to happen because i did this to that girl (laughs) like there was there was this is normal (laughs) the revenge Mm -hmm. the revenge was coming um yeah so the third one now uh i think this one was my favorite uh this was the game oh, show Ozzie's
1: Dungeon. This
0: is Game Show's Revenge, yeah. Ozzy's Dungeon. Um practical effects, loved it, story loved it, acting loved it. The fucking reveal at the end, uh with the with the thing they're worshipping at the end of the cave. Loved everything about it. Easily easily, uh, in my opinion, the best of the of the shorts here.
1: I mean, it could have been that I was, like, getting a little bit uh, tired during this <laughs> one, and, and, like, I was, like, fading, uh, <laughs> to be honest, uh, at the time. And so, uh, like, I think I definitely dozed for a second and missed, like, how they got to that final conclusion cave and oh, what the point sure. of all that was, to be honest. Uh, like, I remember the game show, and that was neat, and then they get the host, uh but then I don't know why the the thing was there at the end. This giant like, uh, okay, blob type well, creature. Do you, you want to know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so, remind me. Is,
0: yeah. Like, so, why are
1: they there? Like, it's
0: so this so so Ozzy's dungeon was never won by a contestant, but when, right. you, when you win, you get a wish granted, which is like uh, that's not real. Right. Um, like but you, this creature grants wishes. So yeah. So they're about to kill that game show host in her basement, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait! Mm-hmm. If you let me go, I'll take you to Ozzy, right, or whatever, whatever he's called." Right. And they so they bring her down in there and they give her her wish, right. And when she gets there, mm-hmm. she she could she can walk again, she or whatever. And then she gets up there and she whispers into her ear, and then it like, and then everybody dies. So like you can assume that she wished for some kind of end-of-world event or cataclysmic event because she was yeah. so just so depressed, um, you know, and, and like or, – or she just wanted them all dead because the thing definitely kills her mother as well as the game. Really? The so, yeah.
1: Okay, so maybe I – yeah, I, I don't get that, but okay. Yeah,
0: yeah no, it was – it was really good.
1: <laughs> it was fun, it was fun as shit. Like uh, the host was excellent. I you know he's yeah. been in he's been a character actor in a few things. He's very good. Uh, in the game show, you're like thinking of Double Dare. Yeah, Warwick, Double Dare. Uh, yeah, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Right. Or Nickelodeon Arcade. Like it had all the vibes yeah. of that and, he's and go- it was fun
0: i love it when he's in and
1: kid her- just breaks the leg <laughs> yeah. It was entertaining i was unexpected it was very <laughs> oh my god <goodness. laughs> and they are like oh, okay then get a medic. yeah uh,
0: yeah yeah he signed the waiver uh, that but the yeah, no, ugh, sorry but you're in her basement and he's got to go through the the
1: uh yeah you know, i know yeah. Hospital,
0: of course she made for him and it's fucking disgusting and uh, it, was, it, it was so good. It was so good. Uh, yeah. All right, fourth story. Um, you're gonna have to fill in the blank on this one. It, was it the suicide uh, already, or was it, or was it not? No, that was
1: Gawker's. Was that Gawker's? Uh, Gawker's. Yeah, Gawker's. Fuck, I don't even remember this one. This one, Gawkers, was te- this,
0: one was, this one was terrible. They were spying on the girl across the street. Um, she, oh yeah, right. Yeah. The Medusa. She comes in. She turns right, into a Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, yeah. Just lame. But, yeah, this uh, is
1: annoying because this is like this is like prepubescent or yeah. pubescent teens that are like uh, getting their rocks off by having a hidden camera on the hot neighbor right. and trying to look at her peeping tom type stuff. But they're like you know spliced with other random stuff. Just the most annoying age that young white boys are then yeah. fucking that seem to be in an affluent area it just ha- adds to the annoyance of it uh and then it just like they just you know fall apart because of a weird fucking Medusa creature that doesn't really have any rules like it was Medusa but then it wasn't it's like hopping around it's hearing things yeah I couldn't follow the rules of its character and the monster and why it did what it did it just kind of was there yeah
0: not to mention it was bad CG instead of practical you know and the whole movie's practical up to this point and I just I just wasn't into the story leading up to the reveal the reveal was was pretty flat yeah uh, okay. Fifth story. This was probably your favorite, but my second favorite. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, my
0: favorite. Yeah. This was the, uh, jo- Joseph? Joshua and Vanessa? Yeah.
1: Jo- jo- Joseph and Joseph Vanessa Winters, and Winters. Yeah. Uh, so these guys uh, did. Dead what stream. was this one called? This one was. <sighs> yeah. I, I, uh, I, To Hell H- and Back? Yes. To Helen Back. So, um,. Yeah, this one I thought was very good. It um this
0: it one, has
1: a very it has a beginning, a middle, and an end.
0: This one has you know, the best, very clearly, has clearly the, defined. Yeah, this one definitely has the best story of the of the right. six.
1: It has a, a has a mood. It's consistent in the visuals. Now, you know, it's clearly uh, the filmmakers, did Deadstream. I don't know the order in which things were shot and made. I would imagine that they had already bagged Deadstream, and then this was like a little additional add-on that they got to do between its release and this one but so like there's if you've seen dead like you see a lot of the same kind of like camera work the way that he runs the camera because he's doing it the same kind of way he's the videographer of this
0: to hell right. and back
1: event that they're doing where the guys are watching a seance where they're kind of trying to uh, bring a demon into this woman's body right Right, right. Uh, no, they've been hired. The, the yeah, they've been
0: hired to be the videographers, but they don't. They didn't realize that they were gonna be the sacrifice. And uh,
1: in this, well, oh, one- right, but like it was an accident, right? Like, cause like a demon shows up. That's like entering. It's like the the veil to the realm is like weakened, and this this monster entity. It's like they don't explain it, and like they just gotta do it real quick. It yeah. shows up, and like, oh, it's such and such, and they start doing something, and they like cast a spell to To get rid of it, but they go with it.
0: Right, right. And now they're stuck in this hell dimension um, where they meet uh, this really interesting character. <laughs>
1: Mabel. Um,
0: Mabel, played by the girl uh, who played the, the ghost um, in Deadstream, uh, who was great in Deadstream, and mm-hmm. she was also great in this. Um, what did they call her? Was she Mabel of the something about tiny biter was her uh, was oh her yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well there's all kinds of cool things like uh and so like i mean there, joseph winters does like this funny thing where he uh he passes that little demon baby and it's got like a little trident he gets he gets, i don't know if you heard it whenever he said it but he gets up there and he's like uh uh what's it he yeah, i think he yeah he gets up close and he goes to grab that and he grabs it and he runs away he goes snatch and he like runs just like how he was doing like whenever he would say shit on accident during Dead Right, 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 He would give himself a strike. It <laughs> yeah. had that same kind of iconic timing where he did it and he said like a cool little thing behind the camera that that you pick up. Yeah. was so, like fun little things like that um, made this film much more memorable and entertaining. The things that they did, it was just – it was more lighthearted and fun. It, and it, was con, it just had a good consistent story in the way that it was shot. It was in a linear fashion where it wasn't so – I don't know – All the other ones kind of break up and have weird visuals. Uh, Ozzy's dungeon doesn't, but you know what I mean. Yeah. This one was like one setting, inside the house, down in hell, journey in hell, to the final conclusion back on Earth uh, in this living room. I
0: love it. I love how that looked good the whole way. They struggle so hard to get through hell, and then as soon as they get back to Earth, the people performing the seance just start to kill them. Like, they just start attacking them as soon as they come through the the gate.
1: (laughs) Well, because like now they're the like uh the one guy is the is in the girl's body now, right, his friend, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good, so it was yeah it was it was nice, uh, I heard Mabel was excellent, uh yeah so
0: uh then there was one more, I believe,
1: no, that was the last one, that was the last one that yeah, last that one? was the last one, okay, great, yeah, no no I just saw them All right. and so like it's like that's the thing. I think that these are good little vignettes to showcase a a writing or filmmaking, but you know, it's not my thing. Like I definitely made things like this with my friends in high school, not to this level of production, but you know, we would have a school assignment in English. We were reading, you know, the crucible and uh, uh, the scarlet letter. And so instead of like writing a fucking report or whatever, we're doing a presentation. We just made a weird video and this was right around the time Blair Witch came out, so we would mash up and do like Scarlet Letter, but shoot it in the style of the Blair Witch, where Hester Prin's doing such and such in the woods, and and we just had fun, and we would just and it was just a camcorder, we would just record and then go back and then you know add it where we had to, and so like that's what this feels like in the spirit of. This feels like that kind of youthful energy of just uh, ham-fisted kind of filmmaking with a little bit more editing technique. And where I think Helen Back finesses it and presents a tight package, the other ones don't do so as efficiently. Ozzy's Dungeon, I'll give it to you. It's definitely the second, and it does do a good bit of what you'd want to see. But yeah. the other ones just don't, and it's kind of like filler, yeah. and it's not interesting, it's not engaging. And so I would much rather just like just watch those two as shorts and the other yeah. ones you could really go without.
0: No, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, hence the four out of ten. Uh, just watch... Ozzy's Dungeon, and um, and to Helen Beck, and you'll be totally fine. Also, check out Deadstream if you haven't seen it yet. And we reviewed it last week. Oh, absolutely. Or two weeks ago now, so you should check that out too. Um, well, uh, I think that wraps up our discussion of VHS 99. Uh, we are going to take a 30-second break and come right back with Episode 15 of the Podcast for the Recently Deceased. I'm Nate Roberts.
1: I'm Rodney Godek. Take care.